Welcome to the Semi-Professional Artist Podcast, where we are the artist and underrated comic book movie castings are our canvas. I'm Dalton Barrett. I'm Josh Clements. I'm Daniel Savage. How you guys doing? I'm Ro Gracer. All right. How is it going? So we are going to get into... <laughs> We're getting into our main topic here in a few minutes. We're going to talk about um, some of, some of the most underrated comic book movie castings that are out there because I think that's a topic that everyone will have fun listening to. But we do want to jump over some news things real quick. First of all, the man himself, our boy Lando, great, right? Our boy, our hey, boy Simbad. <laughs> the greatest music artist of Donnie all time. G. I'm just ignoring y'all at Donnie this point. G. I'm talking over. <laughs> The, the, the greatest person of all time. Right. Yeah, the, the literal goat. The first black director to win an Emmy. Right. Mm-hmm. Donald Glover. Yeah, no. He won an Emmy this week at the Emmys. But he's, he's, not just, he's not stopping there because having an Emmy just wasn't enough. He gets <laughs> he stays whiskey neat and his click should be canceled. Freaks and geeks. His clit should be. God. He, he actually won two Emmy. He won it for best director for an episode of Atlanta, and then won another Emmy for best uh, outstanding lead actor in a comedy series. Mm-hmm. So he is just the goat. Like there yeah, is no the, one on I earth. I mean, the, the director one is the one that that made history. Yeah, because oh, he, yeah, yeah, sure. he was the first he'll black. Be, he'll, he'll be remembered. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I wouldn't All be surprised right. if in about 20 years he goes into politics because the man has accomplished about everything that a man can accomplish. He's right. wrote a book, done a TV yeah. show, acted, he's done a comedy stand-up, he's a rapper, he's just, he's going he like, where no man has gone before. No, he wants to do Literally, everything. Yeah. He wants to do everything. Like, yeah, and he's playing Lando, who, you know, that, that's just it. I feel another, like another goat, another goat right there. Yeah. All right. So, what else do we have to talk about? What else happened in in news this week? Um, well, you got um, Gotham coming out in a few days. Yeah, that's yeah. But who, Gotham? It, who's actually looking forward to it? Let's be honest. Gotham's an alright series. It's just not like it. Exactly. I'm looking forward yeah, to the not... drug dealer Parker coat that they're giving. Batman. Yeah. <laughs> the 2000 X Men costumes. <laughs> no, it looks like exactly what it looks. It like. looks just like Kylo Ren's costume from the Last Jedi. <laughs> no joke, it looks just <laughs> like it. Oh my god, you're completely oh right god. now. It's the same the material. It's just Christian Bale's with the bat things ripped off with the bat. It's, it's much, just, much it's worse than Christian Bale's. It's it's a gimmick. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if in the show the reason he has masks is he breaks into like a sex store and he just steals the mask because he thinks he's like a fucking goofy I know I know why. I know why why he has it. Because um right, this is a bonus scene. I wasn't supposed to tell you about this, but like it turns out you know the little um fireplace, yeah. Um, that like in a uh, thingy's front room, living room, uh, 
Bruce's, you know, he goes down into the little bat cave sort yeah. of thing where him and Alfred do his little base of operations. Turns out there's a separate, uh, sorry, second room in there. And yeah, it's basically his mum's sex chamber. Oh, fun, <laughs> also, can what I just talk about how, how much I fucking hate the fact that there was already like that, that bat cave in his house? Yeah, exactly. I didn't mind it if they hadn't made it so much of the bad game. Like if it had been like, yeah, all right, yeah, but they they're like, enterprises like that would have been fine. Mm -hmm. But it's almost like I I wonder if that was actually in that bat cave, and I wonder if it was like I wonder if Thomas Wayne was doing the same thing that Bruce is doing now, because that would be stupid. Yeah, That'd be stupid as shit. What's yeah. supposed to make it so it's like Flashpoint Batman setup, but never he was never able to actually go through it. Or even if he like he did, but he wasn't like Flashpoint Batman. He was just like a vigilante. That's fuck that. Fuck this. Yeah, show. but then sure, no, I don't believe that at all because we would have heard about a vigilante. Surely. Um, speaking, speaking of garbage things involving the Batman family. Scotty. Uh, Finn. <laughs> God damn it, kid. Finn Finn Whitrock uh, is apparently now rumored for Nightwing. Which I've heard some. Uh, uh, there's it, it, almost all of the the rumor pages, it, the reputable I mean, ones. No, it's, it's, are it's reporting it. The the director Chris McKay or whatever um, followed him on Twitter or whatever. Yeah, I don't know if that's the case. He's not. I don't think I hate him as much as you guys do because what I did was I sat down yesterday because I was super pissed. I sat down and I was like, why do I hate this so much? He's not because he, he a terrible like, actor. He's not he's, as great. He, he's well. First of all, he's too old. He's like thirty-two. He also looks like a young Willem Dafoe. Which no, I, is I, not I, someone I get who's that. Playing the most attractive man in the comics. I, I get that. <laughs> but when I was looking at it, I was like, "Why do I hate this so much?" And then it hit me, and I was like, "It's because I had my heart absolutely set." On uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson playing Nightwing, like I'm talking, like, like I was a hundred percent convinced it was happening, and then partially that, partially then that, it, yeah. I mean, that's a huge but, part of it for me. But there are so many people that I would prefer to him. Like I would, um, I would even prefer like like Efron or um, that the Ter Edgerton. Um, who I actually want for Jason. Like, I would prefer... I don't know why people want people. Egerton for... Is it, is it Egerton or Edgerton? I have I think no it's idea. Egerton. Let's ask, let's ask the communist. Yeah, I knew that was coming. Communist? I was literally... <laughs> which, which one is it? It's Egerton the guy or Edgerton, Edgerton, isn't it? Yeah. I've always said Edgerton. Edgerton. See, I've always thought it was Egerton. Um, no, I, I don't say that. It, it only has, it only wait, has what do, one wait, G, you, right? Wait, what do you two say? I think it's Edgerton. I think it's Egerton. 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 It was Egg. I think it was Egerton. I swear to God. Right? I say, I say Egerton. I say Egerton. That's what I say. Egerton. Idris. Idris Elba. Idris Elba. That's it. No, I say Idris Elba for for Red Hood. That's what I want. No, Idris Elba for Red Hood. The thing is, like, when it comes to Finn Mitrock, um, I don't particularly have a problem with him. But when I have a problem with him is when he smiles with his mouth open. Because he looks like exactly. a joker. Looks, I mean, he looks like like Willem Dafoe. He looks well, like you Willem said Dafoe. That, I, I, I did. 
but I feel like you guys aren't fully grasping that. Because what do you I saw some pictures of him. Um, I don't. I think he does look like him. I wouldn't say he's like. He just, well, no, because he's fine when he's like, when he's got a like, neutral face, fine. But Wait, no, even when he smiles or he moves his eyebrows or something, he doesn't look right. <laughs> when what he if... does literally anything with his face, he looks what weird. If... What if he's gonna he, be? He looks at the Joker looks a bit in like the Nightwing movie. Oh. Oh, what Return of the Joker style? No, no, not even Return of the Joker style, but. I wholeheartedly believe that with the Flashpoint movie that they're going to replace Jared Leto. I think that's why there's been so many oh, Joker yeah, things announced. I will literally, I will literally act serious in all future, well, recording, when we're recording, if Jared Leto gets dropped. I hate him. <laughs> no, you won't. No, you won't. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> BS, Ken. We all know it. Bullshit. But this is I, all an act. What if that's what they're doing? What if they're going... Because this guy's he's slightly younger, which means he would work for a Joker origin film. Plus, I, I highly doubt they're going to do... And they probably will. Uh, they may do this to kind of test this guy, right? Like, like, this is just all hypotheticals. But if the Joker is in the Nightwing movie, they're going to test this new Joker before they commit to someone. Because they didn't do yeah, that last time, and you saw what happened. So yeah. <laughs> what, if, what if that's what this is? What if they're they're testing a new Joker in the Nightwing film? But do they uh, really need to test a new one? If they why don't they just go for someone who's I think, you know been in a similar role to the Joker? All right, listen, Payne, all I'm trying to do is give us an out so that what I is not Dick Grayson. Yeah. That's what I want, and so we can we can bring back Aaron Taylor Grayson. Oh my God. Uh, okay. okay, but uh, Whitrock does have the ass. I did look it up. He has Ooh. Dick Grayson's ass. I've not seen Finn Whitrock's ass, but I'm going to look it up. I, <laughs> I, I, I admittedly looked it up. Oh, he does have... He has a good ass. No, no, no. He has it's, it's, not, it's not comparable to um to ATJ's. Oh, cool. Well, but but no one does. There is no yeah. ass that's comparable. Mm-hmm. No, it's, it's for me. It's too small, but other than that, it's fine. That's what she said. <laughs> All right, let's move on. What what other news? Yeah. What else has happened in news? Um, I, this, the hurricane. I feel like it's kind of been dead week, but it hasn't because I feel like there's actually been a lot it's, that's happened. Oh, um, New Mutants finished filming. I did see oh, that. Wow. Yeah, I saw the logo I, I from there. Go ahead. Oh. I, I just I didn't realize it started filming. If I'm being honest here, <laughs> I yeah, saw the new logo from their cut. Was a thing. Just <laughs> it's because all the British people get stuff really late, like compared. So <laughs> I think it's we say that like, we'll get Infinity War like a week early. They just don't like us. Yeah, we get Infinity War nine days before it comes out over there. Yeah, I want you yeah, to get your camera into that movie theater. I want you to record it. I'm going to the movies with you, Josh. It's settled. Yeah, I'm flying over oh, there. Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, thanks, guys. Yeah. The first, the first ticket. All right, Kane. Ticket. I feel like you're the type of guy who would talk through a movie. That's why I'm not going with you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, I don't have any Josh, to go Josh with. and I were planning to go see Kingsman together. I'm, I'm supposed to fly yeah, up on Thursday. <laughs> No, no, no. Guys, you just made me feel really Daniel, sad. Daniel, you're driving to Tennessee. 
Josh, you're and flying then, to Tennessee, and then we'll all go see it here. Kane, you, you can stay so you have, you have to that pay for the travel yeah. to get here, but you get to go to the movie for free, and that's what counts. And I'll, I'll pay for popcorn. Uh, all right. Uh, oh, the way you just excluded me from this. I'm absolutely down. Like I said, Kane, yeah, I feel like guys, you're the type of guy who would talk guys, to me. They, guys, they abused me in chat. <laughs> we do abuse him. We do kind of abuse him. Anyway. But, I mean, he's barely a real person. Yeah, we've all convinced ourselves that you're a robot. Anyway, leave that bit um, in the uh, that you abused me. Real quick, BoJack Horseman Season 4 was fantastic. Oh my god. Um, we don't want to get into spoilers here because we know there oh, are people great. Got it's, it. it's definitely the best, the best season so far. Oh yes, there's some amazing episodes in this season. It is good, oh, yeah. it is good. Truly fantastic. It's brutal, that's the best way I can describe it. <laughs> <laughs> but it also yeah, ended yeah. on the happiest note that I think which, any season which, has ended on. It that yeah, which does not go well. Get darker. Yeah, like the last time we had a good, like happy ending was season one, and then season two and three were dark. Right, and even then, uh, yeah, that happy ending. It was more sort of it had potential for a happy ending, but never really went anywhere. That's what I'm saying. This one's this one's an actual happy ending, and I don't know. That's that's scary. That's terrifying with Bojack. But we don't want to get into spoilers just because. Well, if, but when a happy ending yeah. is like ever good in the uh, in the end. In real life, never. And that's what Bojack Horseman yeah, does saying. so well. It is a brutally real show, and that's fantastic. Another yeah, news: I had just and Dots for lunch cool today, so that's exciting. Um, that's very exciting. <laughs> There's a couple. Let's talk about I, think I think I care more about that than all the CW shows. Yeah, oh, I, I want to avoid talking about CW at all yeah. costs. I think everyone does. Don't talk about a good comic book show because they started releasing some Punisher footage. So oh, yes, um, the new the, it's not a new suit. It's the same one, but the way it looks without the. I mean, it's probably a new one, but it's it's the same style. With the way it looks without the trench coat. the same. Yeah, it looks fantastic. I think That's the only reason it one. looks different is because he's not wearing a trench coat and it's gorgeous. Yeah. Also, that was actually seen seen, I released some actual footage of um, Frank Castle being hunted in a forest by a couple of what looks like military people. Oh, really? And, um, Soldiers. And I will, I will say... Go ahead. No, 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 you got it. Because I was just... Like, well, all I was going to say was... The whole season seems to revolve around some kind of corruption when Frank Castle was in the army and that come back to bite him, in a way. Uh, yeah, yeah uh, probably. Yeah. I will say this will... I, I'm fully expecting the Punisher show to be better than Defenders. I think it will be. I think, I think it'll it, probably be better than Daredevil. I think it will be on like the, the same par as like Daredevil Season 1. So that, that's, I, I, that's still, that. to this day, is the best. Daredevil season one is some of the best TV ever put out there. It's some I, of the I haven't even seen any of the Marvel shows. Daredevil season one is the best thing the MCU has done so far, and that's saying a lot. So I, yeah, I don't yeah. think it'll be quite as good as Daredevil season one, just because Maybe they took so good, much but I time. Think it will still be, I think it will still be above the rest and closer oh, I definitely to, so. to the same par as Daredevil season one. I'd put it, it'll probably be on par with Daredevil season two. Makes one yeah, because I mean, I personally I preferred Jessica Jones season one to Daredevil season two. 
I, I, I do too, but I think that Daredevil season two is better. I just prefer the Jessica Jones yeah, story. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I do. Just, I just love. I love Tenant. I loved Kilgrave in that. It was fantastic. Yeah. Jessica Jones works as amazing, like an amazing crime noir thriller. Definitely. <sighs> yeah. Do you want to go yeah, ahead and work the, the main com- you want to go ahead and jump into the main conversation here? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Or do I want to? I'll just get shoved away. <laughs> All right, so what we want to talk – actually, before we do this, I do want to mention – Screw yourself, Ken. I do want to mention <laughs> that, that we me. will have on – we have an Instagram that you can go ahead and check out, a podcast Instagram. Uh, let me just – this information. Yes. We're doing a giveaway – or not a giveaway. We're doing an art contest. I'm fucking friend of the so, so what is basically <laughs> we will submit and edit. Um, the theme this week we're oh, going to go with is Star Wars. So any sort of Star Wars art, and you'll you'll submit that. You'll use the hashtag semi professional art, and then you'll go ahead and tag the account semi professional artist. We'll make a post about this on the Instagram page. Well, mm-hmm. if you head yeah, over to yeah. semi professional artist on Instagram. The we'll the put ones a link in the description for that definitely. account as well as all, we'll all seven our links as usual. Yeah, obviously. The the, the main thing there's one spec uh, you know speculation not speculation. There's one thing you have to do. You have to either be following us, hey, subscribed on iTunes or subscribed on YouTube. One of the two doesn't matter which, and you have to provide proof of that. So in the edit, maybe just make it a swipe post and have the swipe over be. Uh, a screenshot saying you're subscribed on either iTunes or on YouTube. YouTube. Yeah, a good idea. That's a good idea, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'll just go ahead. And, yeah, and, and and we're gonna choose the best one. We'll repost it. I'm gonna I, repost it on my story uh, at Barrett Digital. Yeah. And then we will post it on the page. So after that, we are going to get into our main topic for this afternoon, or this morning, or this nighttime, depending on where you live. Anywho, this period of time that is yeah, going this, to be undisclosed. <laughs> this undisclosed period of time, um, we want to talk about some of the most underrated comic book film castings of all time. So we can stretch back to the beginning, you know, the beginning of comic book film. Whoever you think is the most underrated, I'm going to kind of kick it off, and we'll just kind of discuss. The ones I'm talking about. The first one I want to talk about is basically the whole cast, Doctor Doom excluded, of Fant Forstick, because mm-hmm. I I really really enjoy the cast. Uh, Miles Teller was a fantastic um, choice to play a younger. Fantastic. Yeah, I didn't even mean to do that. That was <laughs> puns, guys. We're talking puns here. Mr. Fantastic, he was a great choice to play that. Michael B. Jordan was yeah. A lot of people had a problem with it given that race thing. The only I actually didn't mind that at all. Um, but the only exception I would have, other than Doctor Doom, would be Jamie Bell, just because his his okay his acting was great, but his grin was just bothersome. But in a perfect world, that's we're talking about like if the these cast had been in the perfect movie. 
in a perfect world, we wouldn't have had a Fantastic Four origin anyway, and so we wouldn't have had to see him as Ben Grimm. And him is the thing I adored, so that's kind of why I'm leaving him in there. All right, that's three for that. I even like Toby Kebbell was a great actor, and I feel like if you gave him the pop film, he'd be a perfect Doctor Doom as well. See, I disagree there. I don't think, I I don't know. Maybe it's just his face. I just don't like. Like I like him as an actor. I don't like him in that role. Yeah. Okay. Um, maybe I'm kind of I'm, I'm speaking without knowing because I I still haven't seen Fan Stick, Thank God. And I just I, I I have no idea how he acted in the film, but uh, he played Cobra in um, what was it War of the Planet of the Apes, and he was in an episode of Black Mirror, and in both of those. I adore his performance. They're just, it's just perfect. And I feel like if you gave him the proper script with like a good setting and a good director, he could be an amazing Doctor Doom. See, I, I, I don't think even if the movie had been good, his Doctor Doom would have been good. It's just one of those yeah. things where it, it's, it's, it's not even his acting. It's just, it's not even his character. It's just in that movie. It's just. Him and Doctor Doom don't really mix for me, and in all honesty, that could just be because it was so terrible. But I really don't think he he pulled it off. But that's just my opinion. Does anybody else have have an underrated cast they want to talk about? Uh, a big one I want to mention would be Ryan Reynolds as Hal Jordan. Yeah, that's. that's I, I mean, okay. honestly, all the castings in that movie are because they're they're just disregarded because of how terrible the film was, but the castings still fucking hold up. I agree. I completely agree. Especially Reynolds as as Hal. Oh yeah. I'm if that movie bad. had been good, it would have the plan with um Green Lantern was to spawn their own DCEU. Yeah, I don't know if yeah. you knew this, but that that was actually the plan. They were gonna have Ralph as Superman. Um they actually Ralph. already had Brandon Ralph. Oh, they had that, him as Superman. Speak, they had recasted Batman. That's another super underrated one. Oh yeah, definitely, a hundred percent. But they had him. He was coming back as Superman. Army Hammer was going to be Batman. Um, Reynolds was going to be uh, Lantern, and they had somebody wait, else. Wait, Iron Woman. I I I remember hearing about this. Hey, wait. Wasn't there yeah, a, wait, wasn't there some sort of that, scrap Justice League movie like 2007 that, or something with Army Hammer's Batman? Where where Anton Yelchin almost played Wally, or is that was that a yeah, completely different one? Same yeah, universe, Justice, I think. All right, they were, they were gonna do what Marvel did, and they were gonna release their solo movies and then jump into the team up movies, mm. which would have been a much better choice than what they've done so far with the DCEU. But that's a whole nother story. Yeah. Um, and that this I would. They were going to actually have the Dark Knight trilogy still going on while this universe was going on, which would have been cool because we would have gotten two Batman in film at the same time, which would have been – nothing like that has happened thus far. And that would have been really neat to see in my personal opinion. It, but Hal jo Ryan Reynolds' Hal Jordan is almost – He's yeah, almost yeah. the perfect cast. I mean, you look back now, and now we're really struggling to find this Hal Jordan um, because 
There are some really great <laughs> Krasinski. <laughs> Another great choice, Marsden. My number one choice. Those are both great, but in all honesty, I don't think that any of those, even Army Hammer, I don't think any of those really stack up to uh, Ryan Reynolds. I, I, I mean, I think even yeah. today, if he wasn't with Deadpool, and if I didn't prefer him as Deadpool, I would 100% want him as Hal still. Oh, sure, because, yeah, he's perfect that long. The thing is, I've got another one, and it's... See, my, the, the one I'm about to say is a bit kind of iffy approaches, because I loved Leif Schreiber as Sabretooth, and he got stuck in the worst X-Men film that they did. And probably yeah. one of the worst films I've seen. And while people loved his performance and such, it kind of still got overshadowed because there are actually a few great casts in that film as well. Like, um, oh, I can't remember his name. Yeah. I can't remember the his name, but the Gambit cast of it. Yes, we, me and Dan were actually talking about this the other day when we decided we wanted to do this topic. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, but I don't think my thing is with this, I really want it to be people who are almost irreplaceable in the role because they brought something so different to it. And with him... I'll switch it to my the Gambit Goss in that film, then, which I can't remember the name of for me. See, with me, I, I honestly, I still think that um, uh, 21 Jump Street. I can't remember his name. Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum. I still... I, I'm still holding out faith because I think that he could be the Christopher Reeve of Gambits, if that makes sense. Because he could be so great as Gambit. Got the little... didn't didn't you say the same thing about um uh Molale? Molale? <laughs> I mean that was that was to suck up, but still. Fifteen years ago, Molale could have been the Christopher Reeve of Shazam's. Oh, All right. It's, 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 have you ever heard uh, Channing Tatum do the the Cajun accent that he yes, he's he's shown amazing. on? The yeah, it's fantastic. Available to me, in my opinion. Well, he was still working on it at the time because he wanted to get it perfect. But he did a Cajun accent in um, what was it? He did a toned down Cajun accent in The Hateful Eight, and even that, yeah. I would have I would have taken that accent as my uh, <laughs> as my gambit accent fair enough fair days. anyway uh, any others Kane do you have one uh, he's, he's um he said he'd be busy for a second yes oh, wait all right Hello? yeah I'm back sorry okay. just doing something. Wait, um, wait what was the honestly, question do I have any underrated comic book superhero characters you don't have any? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't say that. I said, was that the question? Yes, that was the yeah, question. Yeah. Yeah, what is yours? Well, I can't necessarily think of the top of my head, to be honest. If it's all right, can we come back to it later? Oh, I've yeah, got the perfect one have... already, if you want to hear it. Go for it, yeah. Yeah, go for Grant it. Grant Gustin as Barry Allen. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. I'm 100 percent kidding. Get out. Get get out. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're out, you're out of the podcast, right. buddy. No, I think it was Steven funny. Was <laughs> yeah. 
That one, honestly, I know some people, we all know, like personally, utterly <laughs> hates Stephen Amell as Green Arrow. And while yeah. I hate his Green I, Arrow, I, I love him as Green Arrow. I think given a given better direction and better writing, I, I think he could make a pretty good TV Green Arrow, in all honesty. Um, if he wasn't a good Batman, not a good then actor. he'd be a pretty good Green Arrow. But yeah, he is no. a good actor. No, he's not a good actor, but I'm he's not. I personally think he's he is. A, I think he's a better actor in DC TV. He, he, he's good at like darker scenes and stuff, which I don't know if that's, that's necessarily that's not, what, that's, not what, for. that's not what Green Arrow should be at all. That's what I'm saying. I literally just said that. Yeah. I watched my sister watched this show, and it's a terrible show, right? It's about this like Canadian horse owning family. They own a horse barn or whatever. Oh God! Snell was in it when Fuck. he. And he actually did better in that than he has done in Arrow. Stephen Amell is one of those actors who he needs a good director behind him to to show him what to do. And the biggest problem we've got is the two seasons of Arrow, he was by himself. He didn't have to show much emotion. It was – everything was calm or everything was dark and brooding and serious. And so he kind of conditioned yeah. himself to do that with his Green Arrow – and so now when they've switched away from that, it's, it's, it's a difficult transition for him. I think given better directing, much, much, much better writing, um, I think that he could pull it off. I'm not saying he's my choice. I don't think he's underrated at all. In fact, I think he's overrated. I, I, he's incredibly overrated. Uh, but I, I think he would be substantially better. But I don't. I don't know about like good or even decent. Right I, now, I honestly just, think like, he could be bottom. good. I think See, I already, right now he's like a, a solid zero. Um, you know, I'd give him at least a writer, three because on the scale of CW actors, you've got Tom Cavanaugh as 10 and you've got no, 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 Grant no, no, Gustin no, as no, zero. No, I'm talking, he's I'm like talking, a, I'm talking the character, not his acting. No, no, no. Right now his character yeah, is, at, is at a zero. Oh, no, no, no. I know. I'm, but given given better writing, directing, all that, I think he could bring it up to maybe, maybe a three or four. See, I would put him at like a six with better writing yeah, and directing. Basically, if Mark Guggenheim was not at the hand of any CW show, the characters would be significantly improved. While we're talking about Green Arrow, another super underrated cast – Justin Hartley as Green Arrow from Smallville. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah. The fact that literally anybody—it's not just underrated, but it's overshadowed. That was its bigger problem, I believe. Well, and the issue there is—he's—he's overshadowed because he was in a show with such great castings. Yeah, all the casting on Smallville is so fucking good. I mean, there are a few that I could think of where I'm like, I, they were really I, straws the black, here. Just to... The Black Canary one, that was meh. Um, Superboy, if I remember correctly, was pretty meh as well. Well, the problem yeah, is, though, uh, think, when it comes to those characters, the reason they were so meh is because they were in it for maybe an episode or two, if they were lucky. Like, and Superboy, the Superboy thing makes sense in the context of Smallville. Right, so you've got in, in the context Lex Luthor. He was dead, 
Um, but he was actually growing these clones so that he could harvest their organs uh, to put in his own body. Um, that that was the whole that was the whole plot from like season seven. It was going on in the background from like season seven to season ten, and then they brought Luther back for the finale. Well, he grew this this clone where he basically mixed in Kryptonian. It wasn't even just Clark's DNA. It was actually Kryptonian DNA into his blood, but it was a direct clone of him. Well, to do that, to to bring that character to put him on screen, they just got the same actor they had play young Lex Luthor. Well, the the problem there is he doesn't look like Superboy, and that's that's kind of an that's kind of the issue that people have. But in the context of the show, it did make sense. Yeah, that that's that's kind of why I was saying maybe, like it's it's acceptable, but it's still like it it still felt kind of weird. But his character and the acting. I actually kind of liked he, he 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 brought that superboy charm to it because yeah. it, it's it's kind of like if you if you watched early season Lex Luthor he was this fun character like he was darker and you could tell with like some of the secretive scenes they did but when he was hanging out with Clark and those sort of sorts of things he was actually this likable character and they oh, had that it's let like let me just say that, that Clark and Lex's relationship on that show is the fucking goat. Oh, definitely. <laughs> I've never seen oh, a better never seen better chemistry between Clark Kent and Lex Luthor. Like in the finale when they're straight up enemies, like even then yeah. you can see that little that little twitch in Clark's eyes where he's he's thinking this guy used to be my one of my best friends and now he's going to be my enemy for the rest of my life. And there's there's been nothing done like that with the character of Clark or the character of Lex since. I don't think there ever will be, and there was nothing like it before. It stands on its own. Well, the thing is, the other great thing about that was it wasn't a like quick snap up. It wasn't like oh now I hate you. It was exactly, spending yeah, ten built up over like ten seasons. Building like slowly, you see Clark and Lex Seven. get different like points of view. Like Lex is like. We should take immediate action. We should go straight through it. And Clark's like, no, just talk it out. Let's do it calmly, like peacefully. And it's that like tiny little interactions that no one really notices that just builds towards that final relationship where the two hit, and it's just beautiful. Like just Smallville in general is the goat. It's what all superheroes would aspire to be. Yeah, I wish they had gotten the best thing back. that CW has ever done. What was that? I wish they had gotten Rosenbaum back for the entirety of season 10 so that they could slowly build to that again um, over the course of the season. They did get him back for the finale, luckily, but Rosenbaum was tied up in other things. And his contract – Welling was on a contract where basically his contract ended whenever the show ended. Rosenbaum was on a seven-season contract, and when his contract was up, he, he had grown to – because the working conditions for shooting Smallville were terrible. You can actually if – you, if you listen to some of the interviews and things that uh, Tom and uh, Rosenbaum and some of the other actors, it was, it was awful. I mean they were driving uh, to Vancouver every morning for like two hours or so to get to their shooting location and all those sorts of things. And, the, and then they were working like 13-hour days. And so they did that for like 10 years straight. But he had grown to love the character of Lex so much that he did decide to come back for the finale when he didn't even have to. And I think that really shows the power of the show's writing in general. When you have an actor who loves the character that you've written 
so much that he's willing to come back to these god-awful working conditions on a show that he hated working for just because he loves the character. Yes. He, he also said that he would be interested in playing Lex Luthor again, didn't he? He did, yes. He said that in his podcast. It's called <laughs> Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum, if you want to check it out. He said, and I quote, DC, hit me up. After saying that he wanted to play, he goes, I, ne- I don't know why they never asked me to come back and play Lex Luthor again. I'll shave my head. DC, hit me up. Those were his words because he loves the character yeah. of Lex so much. It's not like he has a massive head of hair to begin with in the first place, if we're honest. He yeah, does has, have some, I mean, his hair is still pretty luscious, though. He goes, oh, luscious. <laughs> what did he say? He goes, uh, there was apparently one time while they were filming that they had this really hot guest star on, and he was he was there and he was um he he had his head shaved and he noticed this girl and he like couldn't say anything because she was so hot, and the, the 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 only words he said to her the whole time she was there was, "I look better with hair," and that's it. Like he left <laughs> it. And she said, oh, "Okay," and then walked away. That's all he said. And I've never related to anyone more in my life. <laughs> Oh, of course, he's, 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 he's the GOAT as well. There's so many great people. Yeah. But my actual, we've been talking about this for, we've been off on this tangent for much longer because it all started with me saying um, Grant Gustin, which was a, a terrible joke, and I'm, I'm extremely sorry. Yeah, my yeah. actual other underrated cast is Ben Affleck as Matt Murdock because I think oh, yeah. in, in a great movie, in a, even in a good movie, I think he was a really, really good cast. That's just a personal opinion. He was. No, he really I think it's like watching that film back. Yeah, it's got some awkward scenes. It's got that really awkward dance scene between him and Electra, where it's like a fight. But oh my god, that fight on like the playground! Holy shit! Oh god, <laughs> I saw that. That's, That's cringy. There's some genuinely yeah, good scenes from that too, like when um. Him and Foggy are joking around, and uh, Foggy switches as a joke. He switches the mustard with the honey that Matt was gonna put in his coffee, and Matt notices it because of his, you know, his radar or whatever. And so then he switches it back, and Foggy puts the mustard in his coffee. Like that scene right there, that's perfect. Like that is a great Daredevil scene. And also stuff the, like that. the final scene. Where he fights Kimping, who's another great underrated class as a oh, Michael yeah. Clark Duncan. It was resting yeah, Michael Clark Duncan. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, sure. But like that final fight scene between two of them is great because for a lot of it, Daredevil's on the defensive end as well. He gets like quite brutally beaten until the water starts coming. And for 2003-2004 CGI, that wasn't even too bad. It was like, pretty. Yeah. Some, like, I mean, you had Spider-Man 2 come out a year later and blew it out of the water. So you can't mm-hmm. – I don't know. Yeah, I, have, I still have really mixed feelings on the way that they did, like, his vision with, like, the rain and stuff. Like, it looked, it looked cool, but it felt – it seemed, like, really odd, like, when I think about it. it just yeah, it, it, I just really have a problem with that. They did it much better in the Netflix series, but they did pretty much everything – better in the Netflix series. But here's my thing. And here's why here's why I say Ben Affleck. If you take the writers and it, or if you take young Ben Affleck 
bring him to today, and he's the one who's cast as Matt Murdock in this Netflix series, don't get me wrong, I adore Charlie Cox. But I honestly think that his Matt Murdock would have been better in the in the series than Charlie Cox's. That's the only reason I, I, I even have him on the list, because he's, number one, he's such a great actor. Number two, he was really, really good in that role, just not in that movie. And I honestly think that given the writing and direction of the Netflix show to Ben Affleck, you could have had a great film. Yeah, I mean, Charlie Cox yeah, still right. overtakes it in the long run, in my opinion. Like, well, no. Charlie Cox's Matt Murdock has a fair few moments where he is proper Murdocky. Like, he's a kind of light-hearted, jokey round, but still finds a good fight. But a lot of it, he is Daredevil more than he is Matt Murdock. He's very serious, monotone, straight-faced. And it's just, yeah, I can see why you might prefer Ben Affleck's Matt Murdock. But I still prefer Charlie Cox's Daredevil, I suppose. All right, picture yeah. Ben Affleck with red hair as as Matt Murdock. Oh, sure, he looks just like him. Mm-hmm. Okay, does anybody yeah, else have any other? Been, um, oh, uh, I got I gotta at least mention um, basically the entire Watchmen cast. Oh, but I don't even think those are underrated. Like, I think the movie itself is underrated, and it kind of flies under the radar just because. It came out at the time when the comic book movie hype was building, right? It, it, it was almost peaking. And it came out then when all of the fans that are now just in love with this comic book movie hype, they weren't old enough to see Watchmen. I think that's the biggest problem. If Watchmen had come out today, now that all of these people who grew up on these comic book movies and comic book shows and films and reading comics and the cartoons and all of that kind of stuff, if Watchmen had come out today, it would kill. Well, yeah, and then the other thing you yeah. want to remember is it came out in 2009, I think? It came out and, um, yeah. Yeah, that was the year following The Dark Knight. So that kind of set a standard. And at that point... You, you hadn't had any other superhero stuff, so it kind of missed it. Uh, I, uh, I agree yeah. to an extent. I don't agree with what you said that we hadn't had any other superhero stuff because that was at the peak. Because now we're kind of on this steady slope, right? The peak is when it just – it's like, bam, comic book movies are the thing. So before that, building up, you had you know, you know had your Spider-Man trilogy. You had uh, the two Fantastic Four movies – that aren't terrible, but I mean they are terrible, speaking, but they're speaking not. Speaking of the Fantastic Four movies, that that casting, I know you mentioned the 2015 one, but that casting, it's not it's not necessarily underrated because I still say that um, Chickless and Gruffid hold the absolute standard for their characters, but Chris Evans and um, Jessica Alba pretty goddamn underrated i'd say so too and i like evans in that role personally i think evans does the boy scout role a bit better i loved him as johnny storm but there are some of those moments where you you're like it's almost like evans himself doesn't feel comfortable doing that because he's always he's always just the boy scout i mean even in his movies where he's like an utter badass like um uh, Snowpiercer, Scott even Pilgrim, in, yeah. <laughs> even in like oh Snowpiercer, God. which is like the ultimate Chris Evans 
badass movie. Even in that, he's still playing like the Boy Scout, even though he's like chopping people up with a machete. And so while I think he was a fantastic, um, I did it again. He was a he was a fantastic Johnny Storm. <laughs> I actually think I prefer Michael B. Jordan as Johnny Storm. Okay, how about we give I... you Michael B. Jordan as Johnny Storm, but Ian Ruffold as fucking Miss um, Fantastic? Oh my God, yeah, that's so so we're we're ultimate fantastic four and these these are all the same ages that they were in the movie so you've got ben you've got the thing from 2004 and you've like got Ch- yeah chitless and then <laughs> chickless whatever i don't give a shit and then you've got fantastic from that and then we're taking sue from Fan Four Stick and Johnny from Fan Four Stick, and then that's like ultimate Fantastic Four. Oh, and um, either Mads Mikkelsen as Doctor Doom, or if you want, just take Doctor Doom from Fantastic Four two thousand four because that's all. That wasn't too bad. The the Doom well, himself like... wasn't great, but the actor I think was a pretty solid choice. Yeah, um, yeah, it's only something I want to say. Well, that's kind of now. You'll think um, about uh, Kevin Spacey as Doctor Doom. I can see it. I mean, I can see it, but I, he's not, not. He's nowhere near my sort of top list for Doctor Doom cast. Oh no, but I'm thinking like we're getting like, I'm thinking PG thirteen, not not a Doctor Doom movie. We're talking like a PG thirteen lighthearted. Um. So you basically want to say. Lex Luthor from Superman Returns, but in exactly. Doctor Doom skin. <laughs> That's another underrated cast. Him as Lex Luthor? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's another case of, it's a great cast, it's just not a good film. Like, even then, yeah, Superman Returns I, isn't I, a good I, I liked that movie, actually. Like, I yeah. really enjoyed that. I mean, yeah, it's not even near a bad film at all. It's not even, like, it's not even near an okay film. It's a, actually... Pretty good. It's just I think that's the problem. It was just pretty good. It wasn't. I honestly, I prefer it to um to Man of Steel. If I'm watching it as I, a Superman. Yeah, I prefer it to all of the DC extended universe. If I'm watching it as a Superman movie, definitely. Now, if we're talking actors, and I have to choose actors in a great Superman movie, if I have to choose between Ralph and Cavill, I'm a hundred percent choosing Cavill, right? Oh, absolutely. He's he's. Probably, probably the best casting that we we could have gotten for this day and age. I still him, think him or him or Bomber. Um, Bo- yeah, I honestly, if Bomber was beefier, is it? Yeah, I've always yeah. pronounced it Bomber, but it I, I'm could be better. Not sure. I, anyway, him. I think <laughs> he could do. He could because his he. Had, okay, here's the thing about Cavill. Fantastic looking Superman, but he also has this face. He has what what we like to call resting bitch face. So when his face I, is resting, he looks like an asshole. And I'm that's not his disagree fault. With you there, that's yeah, that's, I mean, how he, his, he, that's how his Superman. No, is. I I him agree. In real with life, you. I know. Him in real life, he <laughs> doesn't really have a face like that. Like if I look at like just no, pictures of him. I, I'm gonna, no, I'm gonna go yeah, with Dalton just... on that one because when I when I first saw him, I thought like like the way he looked, I thought he would. But what was the first like picture you like saw? Of him? Was it a picture of him as Superman? No, it, was, 
it was because I, I, I think it was like an interview i think it was like an interview and he sounded like really like stuck up sort of thing maybe well, yeah, it's because the report or something was being... communist of course of course he sounds stuck up cavill is a fantastic human being he is a fantastic superman i and, and, and this is nothing against him i just think his face looks kind of he looks kind of like a jackass and that's like when he smiles he doesn't but when his face is just in this resting position I personally. Now, all of that being said, he should be smiling more as Superman. That's why his Superman looks like a dick is because he never smiles. Yeah. Because even yeah. when he smiles as Superman, he looks amazing. I think, I think he's, I think he smiled like a total of like, twice as Superman. In Can we talk like, about his hair in Man of Steel and how beautiful it was and how they really fucked him over yeah, in Batman. Yeah. What, what happened to Batman versus like it? It was like so pulled back. Like his hair is Clark like Henry, gelled Batman it down. Superman. Yeah, they 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 flipped it is what they did. They took his hair when he's Clark Kent and they made it his hair when he's Superman. And they took his hair when he's Superman and made it the yeah, way he was yeah. Clark Kent. They completely reversed it. And I have no idea why. <sighs> Reverse psychology. Problems with DC. The problem with DCU is they can't get his hair right. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I wish that was their only problem. <laughs> you know what would well, have been I cool? That the problem isn't like workout routines or looks because in terms of all of that, all of the actors look perfect for their roles in my opinion. Except for yeah. maybe Ezra. And Ezra looks gorgeous as The Flash. If he did his hair... He but would be spot on perfect. And I, I, the hair is just one of those little things that bugs me a tad. It's not like this big thing that he's got to be blonde. But I think if he was blonde, I think it would probably look better. Well, yeah, it doesn't take much to just tie bloody hair blonde, does it? Yes, it does when you have black hair. I, see, I don't, I don't, I don't mind the fact it. that I don't mind the fact that he's he's not blonde. I I can accept. That. No, I can accept it too. I just think he would but, be perfect if he was. He would. I'm not. I'm, what I'm saying is, like, what, I'm, what I'm saying is, like, it's that small detail that they could have done, and it would have looked so much better, in my opinion. But yeah. I'm saying See, it's just. What I would. It's but you're also a fanboy. No. Um. If I could, if I had to choose between um, his hair, his hair in the DCU, but blonde, or his his hair um styled like the comic styled hair but the same color i would easily choose his hair in the comic styled hair but the same color i don't even think that's like a comic accuracy thing i just don't like bangs <laughs> yeah <laughs> josh do you have any castings real quick um, it's okay. So this one isn't so much over, uh, underrated. It's another case of overshadowed, and it's Cillian Murphy as uh, Scarecrow. Oh yeah. Oh my yeah. I didn't even think about Shit, that. Right. Yeah. Oh, another one from the Dark Knight trilogy is Gordon. Oh for sure, Gary Oldman is Gordon. Yeah. Gary Oldman is Gordon. Gary Oldman may he is to the Dark Knight trilogy what um. J.K. Simmons was to the Spider-Man trilogy, the literal physical embodiment of the character. Sure, but the thing is, the problem that I have that it had so many great castings. Like hell, even Tom Hardy's Bane was a pretty good casting. It was a fantastic casting. Pretty good. 
Yeah. Yeah. The problem that I have it is because of Heath Ledger's Joker, it overshadowed all of them. Whenever you say Dark Knight trilogy, the first thing people think of is Heath Ledger's Joker, and yeah, that's the problem with it. Because Scarecrow in the first film was amazing. I loved it. I was when I saw it as a kid because I was only like five, six years old. I was terrified of it because it, it was just terrifying. And then you see uh, Tom Hardy's Bane. He's got that physical presence too. Like he's, you think he could realistically beat Bale's Batman, but he also had that sort of intelligence about him that you could see with his character. And yeah, another even honestly, um, another Gary solid Oldman. one from from that would be um, Morgan Freeman as Lucius Fox. Oh yeah, definitely a hundred percent. Like. Ah, The Dark Knight had some great – and I honestly – I'm not yeah, one of those people yeah. who hates on Bale because I personally think I Bale is Bale. a sol- – yeah, I think he's a solid choice to play Bruce Wayne and Batman. The voice is the only thing I had an issue with, and I don't think the voice is nearly as terrible as everyone else seems to because I think it's the voice – It sounds weird if you think about it, but for, for the way they were doing it, it worked. Yeah, you know, it's kind of an animated series Bruce Wayne did as well. Because if you watch the animated series, there's a clear distinction between Batman and Bruce Wayne's voice. Uh, it's um, it's kind of weird to say it, but when you're looking for it, you notice it. Oh, definitely. I, I, I do prefer the way that they did it with Affleck and had a, had a voice modulator that made his voice deeper and a little more. You, because there is a clear distinction between those two, and you honestly. Like if you just listened, it's to the point where if you know, you can tell that it's it's the same. It's Ben Affleck, but if you don't know, in all honesty, you probably couldn't tell the the difference there. Um, yeah. And Bale, yeah. it sounded a bit ridiculous, but you have to pay attention. The Dark Knight was a real world version of Batman, and that's what if if you you have a crazy guy dressing as a bat going around kicking people in the pants, <laughs> like like that's that's probably the voice he would do. Like, plus, you're in an alley, you get picked up by a rope, and you're dangled by your feet, and somebody's yelling at you, asking where the drug shipments are going, and he's yelling at you in that voice, you're going to shit your pants. Oh, sure. This is kind of, uh, we've kind of moved on for it, but I just want to say, if at any point they have, like, fucking Alfred fooling around with the voice modulator of um, Batfleck, and for just a second, they have, say, a line that they get Kevin Conroy to record and they put his voice over it. So it's just him saying line yeah. as Kevin Conroy. I'd, I'd watch the fuck out of that. Because that would be my dream. Anyway. <laughs> because Jeremy Irons yeah. is the best Alfred we've had to this date. And I will stand by that fact. That's another underrated fan cast, if we're honest here. Because like, it, it's a really good fan cast. He's got that sassiness to Alfred where he knows that Bruce Wayne's a bit of an idiot and he just he treats him like one. But and it's it's got the caring part. It's got the caring part that I think they overdid a bit much in the Dark Knight trilogy. Didn't do enough yeah. in the Keaton films. He's got just the perfect amount of it. Where he's you know he's like mm-hmm. you ever gonna you ever gonna have a son, Bruce? You ever gonna fucking have a son? And Bruce is like, no, Alfred. I'm gonna let them grow me one in a test tube. Fuck off. And then like that's yeah. everyone's gonna hate him. <laughs> even though. <sighs> We're not talking about Damien. Yeah, anyway, yeah. I, I guess I it's don't about want time to get to an argument about Damien. Although it's about time to wrap it up. Um, I, I just want to mention one one real quick um, uh, 
underrated fan cast, and that would for casting that would be Billy D. Williams as um, not Two Face, but just Harvey. That's a that's one where if he had been Two Face, it would have been amazing. Yeah, and I'm so disappointed that he never got the chance to be. I I would be. If Two Face was in a good movie, but he wasn't, and I don't want Billy D. Williams in that garbage. Yeah. If they had extended oh, the Michael Keaton verse and had Tim Burton come back and do a movie with mm. Two Face, yes, one hundred percent, get Billy D. Oh yeah. Three Face. I just, I just love me some some BW. Give him a good script. Jim Carrey could do a pretty good Joker. Joke off Riddler. Riddler. Riddler, Riddler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I honestly – and I don't think even given the script, if he had toned down the silliness just a tad, like if you watch those opening scenes where he was he was still pretty silly but it wasn't as over the top as it was a little later, that honestly wasn't bad at all. If you could pass it off as insane and not silly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I guess that that's about it. It's about time to wrap this up. Yeah. Any final comments? Um, have you ever seen uh, rumors that the Batman Forever and Batman Robin are actually filmed within Keaton's universe? Because I did those. I have seen those, like those oh my God. movies that exist in that universe. I've seen that and I love it. Oh my yeah, God. You brought that into my mind. And I think, I don't think I like Batman and Robin just yet. But I think I like Batman Forever now. Yeah, but like, can you imagine just a comedy film people make about, like, let's face it, if Batman was real, the amount of comedy films people would do about it, most of it would be fan films, but nonetheless, there'd be a load of comedy films about it. What that is is... It doesn't need to be a comedy film. Like, I think that could be, like, what the movie is like in that universe. No, but think about it this way. Think about the first live-action Batman we had, and that was Batman 66. Exactly, yeah. This would be the first live-action Batman film that they have. And it's, it's – Batman and Robin is just like Batman 66, but without the charm of it being from the 60s. That's amazing. And Josh – I'd love to bring yeah, that think, up, Josh. I'm yeah, I'm All basically right, finished I'll, that. Peace. <laughs> so, as always, I'll see you when we meet again right here. Love you guys. I'll see you in a bit, yeah? See you in a bit, yeah? We'll see you in a bit, yeah? (laughs) See you in a bit, yeah? All right, see you in a bit, yeah?